first thing is, is that awareness of where you're spending, what you're spending your time on and where and what the results are that you're getting from it. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about self-growth and personal development for entrepreneurial women. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, goal smashing, and much more. And And now now, on to the episode. All right, we are in week two of April. Time is flying. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about auditing your time and just making sure that you are aware of the time that you're expending within your business. Are we going to be touching on personal life? Yes, because it's a big part of our professional life. And then also just making sure that we're maximizing our time and energy on the right things. Because if you're just flying by the seat of your pants, it's only a matter of time before you look back and you're like, whoa, eight years have gone by. (laughs) So (laughs) this is a good good topic, Karen. We talk about time all the time because it's so important, right? Right. Is yeah, I mean, whenever I look at like some of the top high performers in the business world, right? I mean, what do you see consistently over and over? It's like managing my time and energy, managing my time and energy. You know, there are boundaries in place, there are gatekeepers in place, there are processes and systems. Like, you can't just walk into their office, virtual office, right? Um, you can't just get on their calendar. You can't just, you know, like they're very ninja level <laughs> management of their time. And so that's the number one thing. Like when I'm talking with clients, especially, and they are trying to step into more of a CEO type of a role, right? And really embody that. It's like, what's the first step? It's the way you manage your time. When you change that, it's going to just change so much. It's going to open up so much in your life and business because you're going to like have time that you didn't think you had. You're going to find time. It's going to like manifest more time. And it seems like it's magic, but really it's just being, you know, knowing what you're doing with every minute, which sounds like, do I really need to know every minute? Yeah, you do. Did you scroll on Instagram for 10 minutes or was it an hour? Like (laughs) you need to know about every minute. When I first started, like my, you know, my money mindset journey, I think the second book I read was Lisa Nichols Abundance Now. And so I, you know, I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, I love her. So I found her YouTube channel and she had talked about like living and dying by her calendar. And I was like, okay, this is a bit intense lady. And I'm like, you know, I I don't plan on having a a business go public at that point. I I was like, I don't have, I'm not planning on being at her level of success ever. So I was just kind of like, okay, you do your, you do your wild calendar, you know, as time went on, like you really do, you have to be respectful of how you're spending your time. And then, you know, cause she said, you know, it seems so regimented, but I'm actually able to, I don't know exactly what she said, but basically it was like, when you allow the calendar to control you, but when you're doing it, when you're planning in advance and scheduling in advance, but then you just follow the calendar, you're able to get into whatever it is that is scheduled in a better mindset because you know that there, you know, it's, there's a start time and there's an end time. So when you schedule in your free time or like your family time or your hobby time or whatever, 
Like you're in that time, you're in that moment mm-hmm. and you're fully present as opposed to being like having that hamster running around in your head, like, oh, you know, I really should be working on work. No, this is your personal time, be doing your personal stuff. So, um, but it's funny because I'm just thinking that there might be some people who are listening now who are like, Karen and Marsha are old and they have a lot of obligations and they have to do that. I don't have to do that because I'm young and free. And, and it's like, you'll be here at some point if you're not yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if you yeah, are no, here and oh, oh, go ahead. So I was going to say, if you are, you know, if you're with us and you're doing, you know, the super regimen and calendar schedule type stuff, you know, let us know on social media. We want to connect with you. But what were you saying? Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say, yeah, like it's, and the thing that um, I was actually talking to my son about this, which is a total, it wasn't about time, but this is just about a habit in general, right? And I, he keeps thinking that when something else happens, then he'll adopt the habit. Like, well, when I'm working full time, then I will do X, Y, Z. And so we were having that conversation. and And so when you were just saying that, it brought that back to mind. It's like, it doesn't matter how big or small, right? It doesn't change. This is why someone who wins the lottery will be broke in a year <laughs> because their financial habits didn't change, right? And so it's like your habit is what you need to focus on. And you can develop that whether you have, you know, a million dollar company or you've just started your side hustle business and you're trying to grow it. Start now because that habit is not going to magically appear or you're not going to magically start doing it differently when you get to a different stage. And so when you're talking about managing your time, it's like, it might feel like it's a bit much. I mean, Marsha and I have talked about this before, like how we schedule everything Honest Convos from the Honest Convos calendar. We invite ourselves. It seems extra as sometimes. I'm just like, I could literally just put it on my own calendar and invite to. But it's like, we're doing that because we're establishing a system that someday when our podcast is syndicated and and we're like a live broadcast radio show, am I putting that out there? We'll have someone else doing that. And the system is already established. Like we could easily plug a VA into that and they would just pick up what we've already been doing versus we have to now recreate a whole system of how we're going to manage this because we've been doing it one way and not for the way that you know we want in the future so yeah never allow the circumstance or the current you know situation to be dictating how you handle your time because you want to manage your time and and it can feel like you're walking in too big a shoe right <laughs> it's like you got the you're like your little kid again playing in mom's closet putting on the the high heels and they're flopping around but just know that you will fill those shoes eventually and so setting up your time in a way now that the CEO of a million dollar company you is going to want your time to be set up is the best favor you can do for your future self and your current self too, really. Yeah. I think for me this year, having the different days for different parts of the business. So Monday is the Mm -hmm. content planning. Yeah. Tuesday is the 15 minute. Um, and then Wednesday is, is systems and operations. So creating those SOPs and it just kind of sets your brain up for success because you know what to expect. And like, I'm constantly putting, if something happens on Thursday, 
that's content related, I'll just add it to the content calendar for Monday. And then it's just, it's a simpler way of filing stuff away for the future so that you can stay in the right mindset. So, but it does take time to get to there, I think, Karen. But like, as you were saying, like set it up in place now for the future. But I don't know, do you have more tips about? I mean, you definitely need to start with a time audit or time tracking, like literally spend a week or maybe even two weeks sometimes if you have some unique situations, you know, um, or maybe a whole month, like whatever amount of time you feel like you need to track in order to get the full picture of what you're doing in the first place. Um, And we'll put um, a time tracker uh, sheet that you can use in our subscriber hub you definitely need to start there because if you're not even sure, like that's one of the first exercises I'll give my client is like, if you can't tell me what you're doing with your time, then we need to track. I need to be able to see that. You need to be able to see that um, because you can't change what you don't know. Right. And we talked about that in the intro um, last week is like, that's why it's important to even look at this in the first place is because if you're going to say, okay, I want to set up, you know, like for me, this happened recently um, because I'm running two businesses, the coaching and the agency. And I was just like, okay, there's like meetings were popping up all over my calendar. And of course I still work full time. So um, like during the week, it's only in the evening. And then, um, you know, I have all Friday because I'm off every Friday, which is nice. But um, I found that for discovery calls and like clarity calls, that first intro call that I'm having with someone that's not a client yet, I don't wanna do that in the evening because I wanna be like at my freshest energy, you know, and just be able to really be in the mind space of selling, cause that's what that is really a sales call. Um, so I was like, why can't I just do all those on Fridays? You know, when am I doing them? So I, I paid attention and saw when they were popping up and like how many, and then I noticed that for the most part, they were on Friday. There were just a few scragglers (laughs) that would kind of pop in, you know, on those other days. And so then I was able, because I looked at it, I kind of tracked it and, and paid attention to just you know, reset those appointments so that you can only book it on a Friday. And then I can do my client calls on the other days. So it's like, but I wouldn't have been able to like make that kind of a decision if I wasn't looking at that and tracking it and paying attention to the fact of when these calls are happening, how I was feeling, my energy levels at different times, like, you know, and how all that plays in. And we talked about that with managing your creativity, that you want to be doing the things that require a certain type of energy at the time that you're in that energy, right? And so it's like, that goes hand in hand with the time, but you have to first like track and know what you're doing with your time. And also, especially with social media, because we all know that it can be a time suck. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, you might not think that you're spending that much time It'll be like, oh, am I really? I'm not even on Instagram that much. And then you track it for a week and you find out that you were on Instagram for eight hours and you're like, oh Lord, you know, (laughs) we can't, we can't have that. So just really start with tracking and knowing exactly where you're spending your time in the first place. I was going to say, um, with the, the boundaries, the building better boundaries that I do the presentation, like I tell people, I'm like, social media is literally 
gamified. Like they, they make it addictive to keep you in the application so that they can sell more stuff to you, which is cool. Cause like, we're all salespeople here, you know, we're business owners. <laughs> we want <Yeah>. people <laughs> buying stuff and we see the benefit of it. But yeah, if you're not managing your time in, in those apps, then somebody else is going to be managing your time in those apps. But, yeah. um, yeah, I love that you did that because I've started to notice that too. just be more in tune with my body. Like when things were coming in, it was funny because I didn't realize how much angst I had around her hideaways because we have like a kind of janky back end, like we're working on it now, but you know, the calendar is not actually linked up to Airbnb. So if someone books a package on the website, I have to manually go in and take it off of Airbnb. And I also have to take it off. It's Karen, it is Frankenstein together. (laughs) But like, I started to realize whenever I would get those emails and a lot of the times it's the subscribers, they just pay like a set amount each month. But I get an email that's like, Hey, Stripe just got this money in. And then, but I, I was feeling dread and I'm like, Oh my God, like, that's not good. Like I, I can't see an email that my business just made money and then I'm freaked out about it. But I was so afraid that somebody was going to book a package and there was some kind of mix up because of me as a person. Mm. I didn't go in and do the back end stuff that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, these are all growing pains that any business goes through. Like we don't have the money to spend on the tech to make everything sync up together. You know, at some point we will, but so I, for, for stuff like that though, like I, I have a process now of like going through and then also like, anyway, it's just, it's not automated, Karen. <laughs> and that is definitely, I mean, part of when you're tracking your time though, that's how, when you're wondering like, well, what could I automate? What could I outsource? part of that is gonna be discovered in tracking your time, right? That's where you can figure out, okay, well, do I really need to be answering? You know, I spent two hours today answering emails. Is that really something I should be doing? Could I have someone else do that? Could I, you know, and we talked about that also in setting up like canned responses and having some of those, you know, easy to send. But even if it's still you that's going in and sending that when you could have been doing a client call or you could have been, you know, on a sales call call at that time making money, then that's probably not the best use of your time, right? So like tracking will reveal when it's like, you know, well, I don't know what to outsource or I don't know what to automate. Like, what are you doing over and over and over again, right? Like, what is it that every time, you know, a client books, you got to turn around and do X, Y, Z. Is there a way to make that an automated process? But if you don't even know what you're doing in the first place, right? Because you're not tracking it, then again, that's the issue. So yeah, definitely start with that tracker because that's going to give you so much clarity, not just on what you're spending your time on, but how you can free up your time when you're looking at what you're doing over and over again. And what is, you know, your time suck? What, what are your time sucks? So as we mentioned in the intro to audit April, there, there are things that you have to do as a business owner, especially like if you're just starting out, but just having that awareness of the things that you have to do, but that you could potentially get rid of in the future, that's going to be super beneficial for you. So you had mentioned before we even started recording, like you, because you do have the two businesses, there was some type of calendar situation, like you were going all acuity or what's happening there. Cause I do, you know, I think it's like 
when when we have a lot of different tools working for us but they're not streamlined like that can be like just making sure that your tech yeah. is, is working what what was what were you talking about yeah so i'm uh i'm switching over to fg funnels and so and you can check it out at karen c-a-r-i-n dot l-a slash fg funnels we'll put the link in the um description but um it's really awesome <laughs> i am in love i just got kim over to it um that's our biz bestie and um and she's not using it for calendar yet but she will be when she starts the tutoring and stuff but it is just the way you can just put everything in one place it is amazing for like managing your client load, your uh, calendar, it can email. I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm really excited. So I am switching over to that from Acuity for my agency. I'm still using Acuity in my coaching business just because it's already like everything is already linked and synced and, <laughs> and my coaching business is less complex, <laughs> whereas the agency is a different animal. But yeah, so you do want to be choosing tools that are going to help you and not create more of a time suck because like I was telling Marsha with um, the social media app that we both got on AppSumo, a Publer or Publer. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but um, it's Publer. Okay. Why do I keep saying pube? That's so funny. Um, <laughs> that was too funny. But, um, but it was like having a sync error. And so like literally I spent like 30 minutes playing around with it, reauthorizing Facebook 5 million times. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I was like, I'm, if you're going to cost me more time to try and play around and figure this out than it is to save me by, you know, scheduling, then I'm not doing it. And so, you know, we figured out something else, but um, it's just like, sometimes that happens. So don't be afraid to abandon a tool if it's like just not popping, you know, and, and cause that's another thing. And we're not talking about that. That's more financial related probably, but you do want to also audit like all of the things that you're subscribed to, <laughs> the spring clean, your, your whole subscription list, things that you're not using anymore, really. Don't hold on to it just because you got the founder pricing if you haven't logged in in like nine months, you know? So yeah, that's a side note, but. <laughs> yeah, but that's smart because like the whole point of April audit is that we want you to look at where your resources are going, your time, your money, and your energy, you know, and just yeah. make sure that you are optimized for success. And that's by being in control of the things that are going to benefit you and your business in the future. Those time blocks and those chunks where you know, okay, like it's midweek, this is going to be a good time for me to work on that. But, you know, as Karen and I said, or as we've been saying is like, just pay attention to the way that things feel in your body, like the things that are stressing you out, the things that feel clunky and off and find out if there are ways around that, like either outsourcing it or trying to create a better system around it. But the first thing is, is that awareness of like where you're spending, what you're spending your time on and where and what the results are that you're getting from it. You know, because some of these things are a long-term game. You know, when I first started with the Connector Conference, I wanted to be posting on social media every day. And that was a good use of time then because I was just starting out. Now, social media, like 
it's important, but it's not the most important thing. I'd rather spend more time doing warm outreach to people. It's less attraction, more nurture. You know, things evolve. Make sure you're doing a pulse check. What else, Karen? Do we have anything? Yeah, I think that wraps it up. And just, you know, check out that time tracker. That'll help you get started with seeing exactly where your time is going, what you're spending time on, and then you can take that and figure out what adjustments you want to make or what can be automated, what can be delegated. Just, um, you know, fine tune your time. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 